If you see Paul W. Smith on I-94 this morning, please move to the right. He may be running a few minutes late. It's the pre-W. Smith Show with Jeff Sloan on 760 WJR. All right, well, we know uh, these days what's plaguing retailers is unfortunately supply chain issues, inflation issues, customers pulling back, slowing their spending, stopping their spending. Challenging time to be a retailer, to be sure, labor issues on top of everything else. Well, something that's been going on for as long as there's been retail, I'm sure. Unfortunately, wherever there's good things going on, there's always the bad guys lurking somewhere. And when it comes to retail, there's something called shrink that uh, really defines a total loss for a retailer, whether that's from shoplifting, organized criminal gangs, whatever it may be. And fortunately, we've got Jason Strachewski. He's the uh, Vice President of Government Relations and Political Affairs at the National Retail Federation. He's breaking down what's going on with respect to shrink and retail these days and how retailers can and are fighting back. Jason? Sure. So shrink just is a definition for total loss at a retail store, whether it's shoplifting, organized criminal gangs stealing to resale products products that are stolen en route to the store through the supply chain, employee theft, fraud, whether it's customer fraud or employee fraud, shrink, it's everything. It's the total loss in the system. So our members are surveyed every single year for the survey, and they report this number to us, and we aggregate it, and it approached $100 billion in total retail shrink in 2021. Yeah, that's incredible. Now tell us, what is driving the problem, largely the increase in shrink? Well, it's been increasing for the past several years, if you look at our annual retail security surveys that we release each year. The pandemic definitely played a major role in the increase over the past two years. Organized retail crime is a major driver of this loss each year. Organized retail crime is complicated, but basically what happens is you have criminal professionals involved in various different types of fraud or schemes who recruit individuals to steal valuable items from retailers in massive quantities for resale later. Those products are often resold online, in person at flea markets or street corner pop-up shops. Sometimes they're shipped overseas to be resold. Sometimes they're even resold back into the supply chain and retailers end up buying their own stolen products back. These are sophisticated criminal organizations, and a lot of the folks you see on the news and local stories, smash and grab, running into a store, filling up a trash bag full of um, items in a pharmacy or grocery store or other retailer, are returning those to those gangs, those fences, who then get them resold uh, illegally back to the consumer. Yeah, and it's even extending to more nefarious acts, including you know acts of violence as well. Correct. As you can see in the report, our members reported a devastating increase in violence and aggression associated with these incidents. The safety of our customers and employees is number one for retailers and their loss prevention and asset protection teams. So that's number one. And then number two is collecting the data and building the cases to work with law enforcement to bring an end to these organized criminal gangs. Yeah. And retailers are responding with increased budgets to address the problem. Tell us some of the kinds of things that are being implemented by retailers today as best practices to what are they investing in, et cetera, in order to address the problem? Sure. They're increasing budgets. 
they are buying equipment, they are researching and developing new technology. They don't want to share all of their tools of the trade because criminals are smart. We talked about the pandemic. The pandemic created a lot of opportunities for criminals to find greater leverage within this within the retail system to steal in new ways. I mean, folks were wearing face coverings for the whole first year of the pandemic. So that was interrupting the ability of cameras and other technology. So there's all kinds of technology brought to bear. There's heat maps of stores. There's products being locked up. Valuable products are being locked up or can be accessed by talking to a team member. You know, there's license plate recognition technology in parking lots to try to track these folks as soon as they run out the door and enter a vehicle, their getaway car. And then there's RFID tags to try to track products. Retailers usually can find their stolen products, specific items, often either in other marketplaces being resold or back in the supply chain. So retailers are heavily tracking these items on a per item basis. And they can often identify the products that are theirs that were stolen when law enforcement comes to them. Yeah. So things like AI-based video analytics, autonomous security robots, as you say, uh, these are some of the things that are being used by retailers today to try to address the issue, to combat the bad guys in this really terrible problem for retailers. When you're talking about a $100 billion cost, that gets passed along to the consumer in one way or the other, obviously. And it's a problem not just at the retail level, but at the consumer level indirectly as well, therefore. But it's a problem that your report highlights the issue and your report makes clear, we're not going to take it. Retailers stepping up 52% more, increasing their budgets to address the problem with more capital and equipment because they have to. Jason, tell us what the National Retail Federation is doing on behalf of retailers to address this problem on the lobbying front. The biggest thing is the National Retail Federation is focused on two federal legislative solutions. Number one is the Informed Consumers Act. These are both bipartisan bills that would help address these incidents. And we need the support of the federal government to help support our state and local law enforcement friends, as well as the retailers who are on the front lines, as we were just discussing, in trying to adapt and make sure they're, they're constantly being vigilant and slowing these criminals down. The Informed Consumers Act would make it more difficult for these organized criminal gangs and individuals to resell stolen merchandise in online marketplaces. The second bill we need passed is called the Combating ORC Act, Combating Organized Retail Crime Act. It is a bipartisan bill that was introduced in the Senate recently that would create an interagency task force housed at Homeland Security Investigations Unit who is already working on this problem, but it would create new resources and an interagency task force at that unit to help support local and state law enforcement across state lines, investigate these crime rings, bring these folks to justice and stop these crimes from happening. And they would work hand in glove with retail investigative teams to make sure that this crime and the violence and aggression associated with it is curbed. All right, Jason Strachewski, thank you so much for being on with us today. Vice President of Government Relations and Political Affairs at the National Retail Federation. We're going to head to a quick break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. 